leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. With me is Davey. What is up? Oh, what up, what up? I hope all your waiver claims and dreams came true. I hope that you never dropped the Ernest Johnson to begin with. I hope you kept him around because he was dropped in quite a few of my leagues, and I'm dumb, and I had $0 left, and I didn't win him anywhere, so it is what it is. Ouchies. So you're a big... uh... You're a big Dearness Johnson this Sunday fan, huh? I'm a big, I'm terrible in redraft this year, and I'm like combined three and 400 on the year for redraft. And I just wanted to get a running back for once, you know. I need to quit dining. I'm going to secretly hand you over. Well, I, I, that won't work because we're in redrafts together and we're in dynasties together, so we can't do that. So, sorry, the plan already has failed. <laughs> the plan has failed. Yeah, you were. <laughs> hey, it's your first year in Dynasty, so give it a yeah, time. It'll it happen. Oh, my first year in Dynasty. Guess how many wins I have? Zero. <laughs> That's not true. You have <laughs> you have two Dynasty teams. I think you're like what three and seven. I don't, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, but I'm screwed. You're it's not doing good. so well, but it's okay. I'm. We got some big news. Hey, we got some big news. What's the big news, man? Chase Claypool got hurt. Yeah, I know. Well, I saw that because uh, I was going against. Well. Just to let y'all know, we do have Finn in the background right now, and he's waiting for his opportunity. And then uh, he needed Deontay Johnson to score, I think, 18 fantasy points to survive the guillotine. And I think no. he survived by like one point or two points. No way. Yeah, and it was awesome. It was off. It was only because the Bears scored a touchdown, and they had to push the ball down the field. And Deontay had that one big catch. Yeah, that one big catch at the end that put me over. Uh, in the year in the OUS league, that put me over actually. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, I was so worried I wasn't going to win, but I barely pulled it out. We have Finn coming on later for our DFS content, but who needs them? I'm scoring 150 points a week. I mean, I'm putting up all-star numbers. It doesn't It doesn't matter. It's just week in, week out, putting out winners before we get to that. You can't argue with zeros, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check the 1099s, as yep. they say. The 1099s. The EZs. <laughs> all right, let's get to our starts and sits. Man, we don't have much time. We got uh, Finn waiting for us, so Davey. But well, hold on. No Dave, right? Dave. No Dave, Dave. He tagged me in. Yeah, he said, I uh, cannot show up, and so therefore there goes our DraftKings lineup guy, so he's not here tonight. But wish him well. I have no idea what's going on. He just cannot make the show tonight. It's all good. Uh, it happens, man. Uh, let's get to the starts and sits. Ooh, ooh, my first one. It's already... It's already making me feel good. I feel some something percolating in here, and it's a little Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, what? Uh, he's going to go against the L.A. Rams just when we wanted to write this dude off. He pops back up. A pimple that won't go away. Brandon Ayuk, what's his deal this year? He was basically a ghost for the first seven weeks of the year. People were dropping him left and right. 
Over the past two games, though, he's seen a minimum, a minimum of seven targets. He's averaging 15 points in PPR over those two games. Remember, Debo's a little slowed down by that calf injury. He's probably going to get that Jalen Ramsey treatment uh, this weekend against the Rams. Sure, Kittle's back. Kittle, Kittle and Ayuk both balled out last week together, though. I think Ayuk does it at least one more week here. I think he's he's coming back into his own a little bit, and I think you're going to see him do well here in this primetime spot against the Rams on Monday night. Man, I really, really, really hope so, because obviously you and I both love him so much, and we love him so dearly. We want to see it continue because, gosh, but what if what if they're like, you know, Debo's hurt, let's put Ramsey on Ayuk, and then he gets hey, two targets. It's possible. We'll see. Yeah, that's, a, that's a risk I don't want to take, but I'm probably going to have to. Uh, one of my my starts of the week i got double quarterbacks for starts of the week because you guys lacked the quarterback situation so we did um, i threw i i threw it well i threw a tight end in there i I don't know how many times we've done that this year but i had to i got a little frisky i go tight ends like once every three weeks like i threw out hawkinson one week i threw out um mike secchi that week he blew up yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. what about uh your qb this week i'm i'm eager because i have i've got a guy on a buy here well, mine's Derek Carr versus the Kansas City Ooh. Chiefs. Last year against the Chiefs, Derek Carr averaged twenty three point eight points per game. That's pretty good. He was a wide receiver. He's a quarterback eight overall against Kansas City last last year. He really showed up. Uh, he really wants to beat the Chiefs. Like, and, and they're beatable right now. Like, they are very very beatable. And the Raiders are playing. They're playing pretty good with all the circumstances with losing their head coach and their star wide receiver killing someone and. Maybe never playing football ever. Definitely never playing football ever again. Um, Kansas City gives up a ton of points through the air. Second most fantasy points to quarterbacks this year, 22.7 per game. That puts Derek Carr at a quarterback. One of my book this week, Derek Carr has been quarterback 13 or better five times this season. Fire up Derek Carr if you need a streamer. If you're unsure about the guy you have, Derek Carr will produce against the Kansas City Chiefs. Derek Carr has been like secretly like really good this year i feel like uh there was a draft i was doing when i didn't know what to do and i texted you and dave and i remember dave just saying you got to take Derek carr right there and it was super late like and i was probably low on quarterbacks or it was super flex league it was a super flex league and dave was just like dude you got to take Derek carr right there and i was just like oh it's the most unsexy pick like i didn't want to do i was like come on like let's go with uh you know some paris campbell like yeah and then nope i was like screw it i i did what dave said i took Derek carr lo and behold i i think that yeah i'm i'm doing really well in that league so. yeah you know Thanks, dave. um my entire scott fishbowl preparation was like who you taking because i think i had picked nine who you taking first round and it's a crazy league where Titans get crazy amount of points. So I'm like, I'm going to get Waller. And then I need to get Carr to back this up. It looked amazing week one when Waller had like, what, 23 targets? And I was like, 19. Yeah, that was insane. But it, it, it's all gone downhill since. But Carr's been a very, very good quarterback. <laughs> do you want to give two starts this week since Dave's not here? Or do you want to just Let's do it. No, I want to oh. give this one because I'm excited about this guy. I'm I'm really on this train right now. Pat Fryermuth. That's right. Pat Fryermuth, the tight end. Pittsburgh Steelers. He's going against the Detroit Lions. I expect the Friar to keep on cooking this week against the pitiful Detroit Lions. Over the past three weeks, this dude has emerged as one of Big Ben's safety blankets, especially in the red zone. During that span, we've seen Friar Muth rack up at least six targets per game, adding on three touchdowns. He's averaging 16 fantasy points per game over those three weeks. He's actually been tight in five in that span overall in PPR. That's nice. He's gotten better and better every week. The breakout looks to be legit at this point, and the recent news about that Claypool injury 
I'm loving Firemoose's outlook, his upside going forward. I think he finds the end zone in this weekend. The hot streak is going to continue. Uh, fire him up. Firemoose is the man. So you're not rolling with uh, Ray, Ray, Ray McLeod or, or I don't even know who else is out oh, there. Oh, God, no. No, <laughs> no. I think Deontay is going to go nuts, I think, this week. He has to. If it's not this week, it's not. I can't. Like, what week is it going to be? It's got to be He's going week. nuts. He's a wide receiver 11 in points <laughs> per game this year. I don't understand what else you want from him. He's he's a top yeah. 11 receiver on the year. I don't understand yeah. what you want more. He's um, a stud. Such a, I mean, yeah. He's everything. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's blossomed into such a, a stud. I love it. He's everything we said he was going to be. I'm going to go with my other start of the week. He's another quarterback, just in case Derek Carr is taken. Matt Ryan against Dallas. I know Matt Ryan, he's so boring, so unsexy, so just Matt Ryan. You're lucky if he gives you three yards on the ground rushing. And for fantasy football these days, you want that rushing quarterback. Dallas has given up the eighth most fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. It's a plus matchup. Every single time Matt Ryan plays a plus matchup, whether it be Washington, Tampa, Miami, or the New York Jets, he destroys them, and he's a quarterback one every single time. He really takes advantage. He's a veteran in this league. He knows how to read a defense, and he will pick apart this Dallas defense for sure. Are you worried about pressure? Are you wor- worried about Micah Parsons getting to him? Don't worry about it because Matt Ryan is number one. He's an elite runner. He's going to evade that tackle, take it 20 yards to the house every time. Listen to these statistics. Listen to these <laughs> amazing accuracy statistics from the veteran. I hate Matt Ryan. You know that. I've always hated Matt Ryan. You've always been the Matt Ryan guy. And I'm, I'm waiting for statistics, though. The re- okay, you can't argue on. with statistics. Here it is. Against He's the number one quarterback against the pressure. 61.9% accuracy when pressured. Number one. 69, baby. Well, 61.9. Uh, oh, okay. 77% with the play actions. That's first overall. In the red zone, he's fourth overall, 66.7. Deep ball completions, 47.8. That's fourth. He's top five in all the main categories for accuracy. Matt Ryan has been lighting this world on fire, and it's been going unnoticed. Nobody's even – I brought it up on yesterday's show. Like yeah, what, Matt what, Ryan what? is MVP. He's in the race right now. He's a, he's, he's up definitely, there. Definitely not in the race, but he – I'm. He's right there he's, with Deontay Johnson. He, he has may, to be. He may be having a better year this year than his MVP year, which he stole from Aaron Rodgers, by the way. Ouch. Yep. Let's go to your sits of the week. I am really worried about a quarterback this week, and that quarterback is Jalen Hurts against Denver. Through the first seven games of the year, sure, we saw Hurts go nuts. He scored at least 20 fantasy points in all those first seven games. That was nice. Then we saw Miles Sanders land on the IR, and suddenly, we talked about this last show, Miles Sanders lands on the IR, and suddenly the Eagles start to run the ball. Yep. If you are as confused, yeah, it's the most confusing thing I've ever heard. Uh, join the club. Over the past two weeks, Hurts has struggled, though, clocking in at QB 15, averaging only 13.9 points during that time. He's accounted for only one total touchdown, as we've seen Philly lean on the run game. While in the red zone, I mean, Jordan freaking Howard has three touchdowns in the past two weeks, while Jalen Hurts is responsible for one. That's not cool. Uh, add on that the Philly defense gets, or the Philly offense gets this Denver defense at home after they just absolutely dominated Cowboys' explosive offense, and it hurts me to say that I'm very worried about Hurts this week. Hopefully, his rushing floor can save him, but buyer beware, look out, Jalen Hurts could be in trouble. I got nothing to add to that. That scares the hell out of me in a league where I'm dominating, ten team league too. I'm benching Hurts for Matt Ryan. I have to. Who would think Denver would just? Uh, Give away Von Miller and get better. 
that, that doesn't was make stupid. sense. That was such a stupid game. So <laughs> stupid. I don't know how um, they did that. That was it. It was yeah. It wasn't good. That was probably the most frustrating thing to watch. See, oh, this weekend. when he, if he didn't miss that CD bomb, there was like a sixty-yard CD bomb, just barely overthrown by like five yards. If he didn't miss that, I would have lost big time. And you know, ugh, I was like, thank you for sucking so hard this week, Dak. Like, thank you, bro. Yeah, they just couldn't get it right. Um, my big city of the week is not going to be a fan favorite. I'm I'm curious to see how Finn thinks about this because I think he's going to be a sneaky DFS play, which I don't see how this is possible. Uh, Elijah Moore versus Buffalo. Buffalo locks up every single wide receiver they face. They are obviously number one against wide receivers this year. No team. Listen, I looked at this up. The difference between first and second is 3.7 points per game um, with the wide receiver position. That's the largest margin of any position that separates first and second with the quarterbacks, tight ends, all of them. All of them. They're the widest margin. They, they just dominate wide receivers so well, and I don't understand it. Nobody could throw on them. Nobody's moving the ball. Um, you know, just God. And Elijah Moore, he's such a he was a fraud last week. He <laughs> caught his his big play. I hate when people say, Oh, well, if you take that play away, he's not this. Yeah, but, but honestly, he was uncovered. Like there was not even one person around. It was just me throwing the football with you around. Like that could I could have scored that touchdown. So it yeah, it would have had it, to been a, a much shorter distance. The yeah. From, <laughs> so <laughs> the right arm's a little rusty, but yeah, maybe give me a 20 yarder and we're in. Yeah, we can still sling it out there. You know, I'm not going to run around. I might do a light jog. Just a streak. I'm not making any cuts. I wouldn't expect anything less or more. <laughs> yeah, but Elijah Moore, you can go ahead and sit him this week. Do not fall for this fraud. I mean, he's a good player, but against Buffalo, nah, I'm out. Not cool. Uh, another pair of people I'm worried about here is the Seahawks running backs. That's right. Chris Carson, Alex Collins. They're going up at Green Bay. Uh, when I have a doubts about a player i tend to fall into this like show me before i start you category like prove it to me when those doubts are fueled by injury concerns i'm even more hesitant and that's the case this week with chris carson he's been out with a neck injury since week four reports are that he's back at practice this week uh but in what capacity i guess we'll see if he plays i feel like they're going to uh, limit his workload they're going to split it up with alex collins like we saw right before he got injured kind of making them both useless if he doesn't play i still don't feel confident in starting collins who isn't even averaging over nine fantasy points per game since carson hit the ir in week four keep carson on your bench for at least one more week see what he can do if you can afford to do it rolling him out this week is going to be extremely risky be careful chris carson alex collins there's not many players i want to play after an injury um he's definitely coming, one of coming them back like that, yeah, coming like, back from an injury even what even about kittle. uh what i, I bench kittle I, yeah, CMC last week though you had to. I play, right? Well, there's certain players you have to play. CMC, you have to. What, he's what on about that. what about Saquon's first game back? Are you putting him in with the ankle? Yeah, he's a he's a certain player you, you have to play because he could score forty something points. Yeah, yeah, but you're talking about Chris Carson, who's just a plotter. He's gonna score sixteen points on a good day, and he right? might get ten carries for forty two yards, and he's yeah. got you four, you know, four point two. What's the point? Um, yeah. I hate playing players like like George Kittle. He used to be in that tier for me, but I, I had other options, better options, actually. And why am I going to play a player that's injury prone, is known for coming in and toughing it out and, and being a decoy or staying in blocking? I didn't want any part of Kittle, but unfortunately, it blew up in my face. But it is what it is. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning 
or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. Um, that's my new saying this week. DJ Moore, Arizona Cardinals. Bench this man. This man has been also a fraud. Since a lot in <laughs> since week five, no, no, no. In, in the past five weeks, he's only averaged ten point one points per game, thirty fourth overall. This guy has not gotten it done ever since Sam Darnold. Ever oh, since CMC dude. went away, it was like one week where CMC was out and they played DJ Moore in the backfield, and we're like, whoa, he's taking the role, and that was it. That 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 was the last of that. Um, DJ Moore has been semi useless. Dude, it's happening. He, the unraveling is happening. Everything in Danny's league with our team. It's happening. First Nick Chubb <laughs> with COVID. DJ Moore now has like just been trash for five weeks, apparently. Like it's happening. What's happening? No, we can't let yeah, this happen. It's it's gonna happen. We got a bench in this week. But anyway, well, PJ Walker. PJ Walker's throwing the ball. I don't even know who the fuck PJ Walker is. Um, I don't know. Sam Darnold's gonna be on IR for at least four or he's gonna be out for at least four weeks. PJ I don't Walker, like this. he sounds like a wannabe uh Josh Johnson. <laughs> Can you stop moving your mic? You're going crazy. Uh PJ Walker's trash. That's it. Bench DJ Moore. Moore will come in the article, but I want to get to this DFS. I want to get to the DFS at this moment. Dave, are you done with your starts and sits? I'm done with my starts and sits. All right. Finn, you ready to go? Thumbs up in the back. What's going on, man? What's up, boys? I know. What up? I was on a plane to California last week. Hey, you know what? Don't worry. I had you covered. I gave people thousands worth of that literally people won thousands off my lineup literally so do you have proof of that not me no no one ever tweeted i mean to let me know that they <laughs> used it. he did but <laughs> proof i have is that i was on my way home from orlando stuck in traffic on i4 and josh screenshotted me i said josh you got a fan lineup he screenshotted me the lineup and sent it to me so i have i have proof that this lineup does exist and it did exist before the end of games yes uh on sunday so there is there is legitimate proof. So my cash lineup did really well, actually. I uh, so I was traveling and I was like terrible on research last week. So I was kind of um, I didn't input my normal volume. I was like in California, my my time zones were all whacked up, and I so I put in like you know a bunch, and I put my cat. I got a free entry to the Millie Maker on Fanduel, and I uh, put my cash lineup into that, and I ended up like cashing my cash lineup in the Millie Maker. I mean, it, it was a min cash, like it went from five to ten. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, this cash lineup actually was pretty good if I can cash in the Millie Maker, which and, and it, the score sucked. I have to pull it up. It was like not a very high score. <laughs> um, <laughs> last week was just such a weird week, yeah, in really weird week, yeah. So, you weren't here last week to give us your lineup. What changed? Like, so I know you're traveling, but I'm sure you look at the lineups daily or you look at the news and you set something and you, you just play with it week to week. Like, what changed from beginning of the week to sunday let me actually pull up my i should i usually have this up but uh let me pull up my FanDuel lineup from last week and i will tell you um yeah because i mean again it didn't score a lot of points uh but it made or a lot of money um which is not normal let's see here 
So I had well, I can... Jackson, and that one helped because he smashed, um, you know, an overtime late. Like he was like, I had the snowflake icon with him for a long time, and then all of a sudden he got good. Um, Zeke Elliott, who I thought was in a smash spot, and uh, like was just eh. Chubb, I mean, yeah, like Chubb was in, I think, a pretty easy play last week. I think that would have been a guy if I didn't highlight on Wednesday, would have been a must play come uh, game day. I paid down pretty significantly at um, a wide receiver, Hunter Renfro, but he scored a touchdown, so that worked for me. Jalen Waddell, who caught a million passes, so that worked. <laughs> and I had uh, Kadarius Tony. I mean, Tony was like, I mean, he was 12% owned in the Millie Maker. That's a pretty like large ownership in there. And he did nothing. And then Tyree Kill was my flex is where I spent up, and he did absolutely nothing. Um, so, yeah, it was weird. I scored 116, and I literally finished 61,000 out of 415 or 417,000 in the millimaker. So, Dang. you know, it's like a top uh, 15% lineup. So, yeah. um, boom, it's, uh, it's, it's cashing. But, yeah, I mean, that's such a gross low number. I mean, the winner last week in the Million Maker Fan Duel scored 196. I can't remember the last time I saw that under 200. Um, wow. Yeah, it was it was a really weird week. So, yeah, I mean, Lamar I was pretty much locked into all week. Um, Chubb I was pretty high on all week. Waddle and Renfro I, I liked a lot. Uh, you know, honestly, it was just where, where I wanted to spend up, honestly, because I had, you know, Tyreek, who was pretty – one of the highest uh, flexes. And I was like, okay, they're playing Green Bay. I don't really love Jordan Love. I mean that. So I, I, I was really. I, I thought that Kansas City would win that game pretty easily, and I didn't think with Jordan Love that they would have to be slinging the ball over the place. Thirteen. If you told me, I mean, thirteen-seven obviously is a different story. But if you told me that Kansas only won by six over Green Bay, I would be like, oh, okay, they threw the ball nine million times to Tyreek. Just you know, such a concentrated, uh, you know, pass offense there. I would have thought Tyreek would have smashed. But yeah, it was just just a, a weird, weird week. Um, that ended up working out. Josh, what did you score? I, I know you sent the line. What did you score? So I scored 116 and I did really well. I know you scored more than me. 152.44. So, dude, I'm and, just going to try and find that, like, how much you would have won in the Millie Maker while you're going. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you know, we, I, I, I text in the group. I'm like, guys, my freaking lineup is on fire. And Dave's like, bro, that's not going to win nothing. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm having a pretty good week. I'm first place in all my 50 50s. And I'm like, oh, I should have played tournaments. But I, I was really on Lamar no matter what. Chubb was in my core no matter what. I needed him. Um, and Mixon. Mixon, those were my three guys that I just had to start. I thought that the Cincinnati and Browns game was going to be nothing but run, run, run. We're going to just – I thought it was going to be high scoring. It really was high scoring for one team, not so much the other. So then I piggybacked on with Jamar Chase, which I only did because when the two and news broke, I took Waddle out of my lineup. I took Gusecki out of my lineup. <sighs> And then I replaced them with Keenan Allen and Albert O. So Keenan Allen smashed. Like he had a really good week, 16.4 yeah. points. So I pivoted from my Dolphins players and I put Gaskin into my lineup. Like I just said, you know what? Brissett's not as good. They're playing Houston. Let me throw Gaskin in. 12.7 he got, which is, you know, I think he 2x that. Um, and I just I just pivoted away from Waddle and Gasecki and put in Albert O and Keenan Allen. And that really pushed my lineup over the uh, the edge. Yeah, I think Alberto was a good play. Um, I played; he was like a must play for me on um, DraftKings. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I thought that was a good play. Uh, you know, if you remember the Jacoby Brissett's first start, he like only threw the ball to Waddle. Like literally, I think Waddle might have had like 15 catches that game. I know he might have had 
50 yards with those 15 catches because they were all just like quick throws. So, yeah, yeah I, I didn't feel as bad about Waddle, um, honestly, even regardless of the news. I thought that if uh, Tua was in there, he probably had more touchdown upside. If, you know, um, Brissett was in there, he probably had a higher floor because he was going to get peppered with targets, and he did. Mm-hmm. So either, that didn't change as much for me with the uh, the Tua news. It probably capped his upside, but, you know, again, in a cash lineup, I care more about, like, just not smoking me to the downside. Right, but if I can switch out, you know, Waddle to put Chase in my lineup and Diggs and Keenan Allen, I'm gonna do that, especially with these plus matchups. Even though Chase didn't show up, um, I got I got really lucky with my defense. The Giants defense scored that touchdown. Hey. They scored 14 points. Like that was a pretty good. Anytime you get lucky, every time you get a touchdown with your defense, you know that's you're gonna have a pretty good lineup. So I can't remember when Aaron Rodgers was was ruled out last week. If it was if it would have been Wednesday when we did the show. But like I forget his price on their price on FanDuel, but the Chiefs were twenty three hundred dollars on DraftKings. Like that was you didn't play the Chiefs last week against you know twenty three hundred dollars against Jordan Love. Like you probably just shouldn't be playing DFS. Like <laughs> I mean that just became like a free square. And Albert O at twenty six hundred, um, he didn't really pop in my model as much on FanDuel. So like I got I, can't, I don't know how much he, well, he was priced at on FanDuel, but I know he's twenty six hundred on DraftKings, which is just so damn low. Forty five hundred. Yeah, so yeah, a decent hike. Um, he literally won X. He got four point five. Yeah. Um, so he got six five on 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 Fanduel where he more than two X because uh, he was twenty six hundred. So um, yeah, it, it, again, like I, I did well in DraftKings as well. Again, limited uh, <clears throat> limited exposure. Um, because I knew I was going to be traveling on Sunday morning, and with the time change, I was going to be all fucked up. You know, like game start at 10 a.m., and I knew I was going to be screwed up with that. Mm-hmm. So I barely did any tinkering on Sunday. Like usually, I tinker a lot. Um, so I, I did it like late Saturday after the wedding. Went to bed late, but I was like, you know what? Let me just kind of just hammer this out right now. Get to a point where, unless there's some kind of major news or injury tomorrow, I feel pretty good if I just don't pick up my phone. And yeah, um, I got there. I mean, I played Tony on both sites. I played Lamar on both sides. I played Zeke on both sides. I played Chubb on both sides. And I played Tyreek on both sides and Tony. So, uh, you know, that core, uh, just having, I mean, Lamar and Chubb was good enough, I think, to uh, to do really well. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't a terrible week, honestly, for as low as the scores were. Um, seems like everyone just had low scores across the board. Yeah, well, let's shift into this week. I told you I felt really good about my lineup. Which means it's probably gonna suck, uh, Davey. Did you, <laughs> did you do a Vanduul lineup? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about. It. I'm still kind of tinkering with it, but right. uh, so got... just before we start, like I level Fanduel. Like I have so many studs in this lineup. Like <laughs> I don't know when Fanduel is gonna catch up their pricing. Like I, yeah. I just can't comprehend. I'm playing guys on DraftKings, where I'm like, oh god. Like someone I, I first like Freddie Swain was in my first DraftKings lineup, and I was like, no, I know Freddie no. Swain, but who the hell is Freddie Swain? And why is mm-hmm. he popping in my model to go on my DraftKings lineup? Like, that's where I'm at on DraftKings. And then on FanDuel, I'm like, Jesus, I wish that was my this was my season long lineup. I would be like <laughs> undefeated right now. It's <laughs> it's just crazy. So sorry to sorry to sidetrack, but you probably love your lineup. And like, I'm gonna take my lineup, and you're gonna be like, whoa, shit, those are all studs too. It's just really yeah. weird pricing this year. Like, it, it really by is. this time, it's usually caught up. Like, it's you like you'll have random weeks where like. You know, pricing's a little wonky because, like, maybe someone gets hurt. Like, what if we found about Edmonds' injury today? You know, mm-hmm. Connor would have been like, um, 
probably priced down a little bit. Like, you know, those kind of things surprise, but yeah, weird, man. Just really weird. Yeah, so Connor sorry. was, you know, no problem. Connor was in and out of my lineup the entire like week leading up to this. So now, why? Are you sorry for this week or last week? This week, not okay. last week. Not last I week. Three people tell me that, oh man, I was so close to playing Connor last week. I was like, you're full of shit. They're like, you're just <laughs> you're full of shit. You were not. Like, of course he goes off and like it's easy to say. Like, I put literally a thousand players through my like my player pool and like my you know my optimizer. So yeah, Connor probably made it into one of my one thousand like <laughs> you know optimizing lineups throughout the week when I'm tinkering. But yeah, I mean. I thought you said last week. I was like, if no. you did, talk me through how you got there. I've had three people. I'm like, I don't get how you got there. So sorry. No, but. they're just they're just they're just making up stories because yeah. nobody, nobody. No. I, I you know whatever it is what it is. Um, let's go with my quarterback for FanDuel. Let's get this thing started. Um, I went Tom Brady, which I usually don't do non-rushing quarterbacks. But I went Brady against Washington. Washington's by far the worst team against the you know uh, the quarterbacks. They're all thrown all over them. Tom Brady's off a of bye week. I'm sure he's going to come back energetic and ready to beat some ass. But the Chris Godwin news kind of scares me, honestly, a little bit. That came out today that uh, yeah. Godwin might not play Sunday. AB Whoa. is still, yep, still very still, so, questionable. So that that concerns me as well. So I might lean off of this. But as of right now, Tom Brady Whoa. 300 That's is my quarterback. That's got me looking up Scotty Miller on here now. <laughs> No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Tyler, Tyler Johnson actually popped in DraftKings for me. We'll get to that in DraftKings, but he he popped up as a guy. As a guy oh, yeah, Tyler. That's what I meant, Tyler Johnson. This yeah, he, he, I mean, he'll, if, you, if you're going to be without Godwin and – so we can, like, yeah, pre Tyler, Tyler If Godwin yeah, and nice. AB are out, Tyler Johnson, because he's so cheap, is probably going to be yeah, in the lineup. Yeah, and I just want to say if Godwin and Brown are out, I'm probably pivoting from, to Brady to somebody else. So that's probably yeah. a little bit cheaper than I'll upgrade my receivers a little bit more. So if that happens, I'll just downgrade. Davey, what about you, quarterback? Brady. Let's roll. You went with Brady? Are you serious? Or are you just messing yeah. with me? No, for real. Thomas Brady. <laughs> Can't see, but I believe you. Uh, um, yeah, the goat. Yeah, it, for me, it's it's uh, Josh Allen was in there. Tom Brady was in there. Uh, Herbert was in there. For me, it's actually pretty easily Dak this week. So I actually was reading a stat that Dak has had, I think, it's either the first or second hardest quarterback schedule so far this year. This year. And if you take out, um, I think it was week two. I can't remember if he got hurt or if he missed a couple. Of, like, he's averaged 24 fantasy points per game, which would be like QB2. And he's having his first, like, so basically in like neutral or plus matchups, Dak is smashing. Dak's still doing very well in negative matchups. And all he's had is majority negative matchups. And I think I, the same article had Atlanta as the sixth easiest uh, for quarterbacks. So basically what they're saying is like, Dak's been smashing. Um, he finally gets an easy matchup, so um, play that. And he's eighty one hundred. So he's actually cheaper than Tom Brady. So for me, uh, Dak was a pretty because you get the you get the mobility of the legs too. I mean, even you saw last week they sucked, and he still put up points in, in garbage time. So um, sure. you know, I, I think Dak was a pretty easy play because everyone else like Herbert's eight thousand, Brady's eighty three hundred, Josh Allen's eighty seven hundred, and you got Dak at eighty one. So you're saving a little bit of money over the elite options, a little bit more than Herbert, but. Um, yeah, Ooh, I, I think that's Gallup pretty back this week? That'd be I nice. I think he is, actually. That'd be nice with Cooper's hamstring and Lamb's ankle. If he can have someone to throw the damn ball to. We saw 
Dalton Schultz led the team in receiving yards last week. Like, what? You have Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb on your team, and Dalton Schultz just led yeah, in receiving yards? Who was the guy like, who scored two touchdowns? I'm like, who oh, gosh. Malik? Was it Malik something? Brown or something like that? It was, yeah. yeah some, no I, I, some, I've never even heard it before, and I watch a lot of football. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, if uh, Brady doesn't have his weapons, I might have to get downgrade to Dak. That's a great, great, because Atlanta does give up the eighth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. Um, let's go to running backs. I think everyone's going to have Dearness Johnson in their lineup at 5,400 against New England. Although not a great matchup, matchup per se, but great price for a team that has one running back that can play this week on their roster so far. Um, and I went DeAndre Swift, 7,300 against Pittsburgh. I just think that's a great price for a guy who's going to catch a ton of balls. And I mean, DeAndre Swift is fucking amazing. That's all. <laughs> I have a uh, Dearness Johnson as well. Um, I'm not that worried about the Patriots. It looks like their 23rd opponent rank is that's against the running back. Uh, then I have James Conner, obviously. So, <laughs> go Conner, do it one more time, baby. So look at you. Um, Good one. So I am not. I, so Dearness Johnson did not make it through my first uh, oh, no. thing. Josh, what are we doing? Only because. I do think Chubb plays like he's vaccinated. Ooh, All you okay. need is like same thing happened with Saquon last week. I mean, even though he had the false positive, he had to test negative twice in a row. That was caught pretty early. I mean, that was like a Monday thing, right? So he he has a lot of time to um, you know, to get that. If Chubb is out, yeah, Dearness Johnson will probably be the highest known person on the slate. So I built my lineup working on the assumption that Chubb's gonna be in, and then I'll pivot if Dearness. So I'm gonna caveat by saying. If Dearness is the guy and Chubb is out, you have to play Dearness. I just, I mean, personally, I think we've seen a lot of these guys, these vaccinated guys, like get back pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm um, more, I was, I built my life working on the assumption Dearness isn't in there. So it's going to look a little different than you guys. So I have uh, DeAndre Swift. I agree with you, Josh. I think he's a pretty easy one this week. Uh, Zeke Elliott. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't normally like stacking the uh, quarterback and running back, but. In Dallas, you know, the, you kind of you can. I mean, because it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for them to actually use Pollard as a um, is more wide receiver play this week. I mean, they, they do like to flex him out. They do like to get him the ball. So you could see a lot of uh, you know, especially those wide receiver injuries hit. You could see a lot of two uh, two running back uh, plays out there. So I got Zeke in there, and then uh, you know, some of the guys that made my player pool like Dalvin, obviously, but he's pretty um, pretty expensive. Najee Harris, but 9,400, that's a big number. Um, Aaron Jones, you know, and Michael Carter. Uh, I feel like Michael Carter, like, that. you know, he made a living off the dink and dunk, and they're playing Buffalo. Um, you know, I don't see that being a real down, you know, open down the field, but they're going to get Corey Davis back, and all of a sudden, you know, Elijah Moore looked like uh, 
that dude that everyone predicted in the, in the preseason. So if they're kind of running deep and keeping that field open, I could see a lot of dink and dunks to Michael Carter. And then so I'll say it now, Michael Carter actually is my flex. I'm playing a running back at flex on Fanduel. Ooh. I am playing a running back at flex as well. And you already named him Zeke Elliott. Um, I yeah. always save my big guy for the flex because I try to like budget, budget, budget and go, Me who too. can I put? I do the exact I same thing. I have, yeah. Dalvin, I have Dalvin Cook in mind. Yeah, I like Dalvin Cook. I mean, I think that's a great play this week. Um, it is. But, yeah, I mean, I just uh, – I got three pretty freaking good uh, wide receivers. So. so so, if Dearness Johnson – if Chubb clears and he plays, and I have Dearness Johnson as my lowest, you know, player, 5,400, man, like – if if, mm-hmm. if that happens, I, my whole lineup changes because I gotta replace my running back and then like take away money from this position and that position, and that could be really problem problematic for us, Davey. I don't like that. Yeah, I can't wait to hear Finn's receivers because even with the Ernest Johnson in my lineup, I still wasn't like super happy with my wide receivers. <laughs> so actually, so. I just I just t- switched something on the fly because I realized that I had DJ Moore, and I don't know how I overlooked that. I'm not playing DJ Moore this week, so once I kind of like. Cancel DJ Moore. It switched my running backs to DeAndre Swift, uh, James Connor, and then Damian Harris. Assuming Damian Harris clears concussion protocol, I mean he's been on fire recently. He's getting all yeah. the goal line work, like his, like all the green zone touches. He's getting a million of those. So, um, yeah, I mean I think uh, Connor. We talked about Harris is only going to be a touch on. So, um, but then it makes my wide receivers really tasty um, when I do that. But again, it's so, gonna look even better once you, if Dearness is the guy. Yep. So my receivers I thought looked good, but I'll let you guys judge. Um, I got DK Metcalf eight thousand with Russell Wilson coming back. They're gonna want to cook. I got Keenan Allen seventy two hundred against Minnesota. Um, I think they they found chemistry and Mike Williams hasn't been so healthy lately. And Michael Pittman seventy two hundred against Jacksonville. Michael Pittman has been a monster. He's been on fire. I think he's the most underrated, under-recognized receiver in the game today. And I think he's going to kill that $7,200 salary. Love it, man. I'm usually the Michael Pittman guy. I'm, I'm usually the one to be like, he's so – like, and he keeps going up, but it doesn't matter because he keeps scoring. So uh, my three receivers were Mr. Mike Evans to go with my Tom Brady stack, uh, Deontay Johnson against Detroit with Chase Claypool, and Juju out, and then we got Justin Jefferson against the Chargers. Oof, I like it. Yeah, so I'm pretty similar to both of you guys. One, I uh, played a little differently. So I got Keenan Allen. I thought it was a pretty easy play. Um, mm-hmm. Seems like he and Herbert are finally cooking together. And, yeah, Mike Williams, just he looks tentative out there. Like, I remember there was one uh, towards the goal line last week because I live in Philly, and obviously they were playing the Eagles. So that game was being talked about and shown everywhere. Where like he threw the ball one yard in front of the line of scrimmage, and like Mike Williams didn't run to grab the ball, he stuck his arms out to try and catch the ball. <laughs> and like whenever you see that, you're looking at it like that's a guy who's trying to avoid contact. Like that's a guy who's like, if I catch it, great. If not, like most receivers step into it and try and catch it in their body. He was like three feet away from his body, just trying to reach out and grab the ball. And I was like, that guy's not. He's not there. Um, mm-hmm. So I got Keenan Allen. I also have Justin Jefferson um, on the. Uh, I just think he's in a smash spot there. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing the other side of the Seahawks. I'm actually going Tyler Lockett. Um, you know, I think he, uh, you know, it's $900 savings versus um, versus uh, DK. And, you know, I mean, Lockett seems to do really well with Russ. Like, Russ seems to trust him just throwing the ball up in the air and uh, making plays. So, again, I'm not, like, 
in love with these. I do like the Deontay call at 7,400. Um, Mike Evans, I like a lot, especially if we see those injuries. Uh, Mike Evans at $7,400 will probably be an auto play as well. And um, trying to think, uh, you know, AJ Brown's popping my mouth for some reason. I don't love the Lattimore uh, shadow Lattimore. I mean, like mm-hmm. you got beef for that one big play against DK, but he's been pretty freaking good this year. Um, Same. I was looking at AJ and I was like, eh, he looks scared. cheap, right? 7,600. Like, oh, that's yep. actually a pretty good price for AJ. Um, yeah. And I like Pittman a lot too. So, uh, you know, if I could tinker something, maybe I would go from Tyler Lockett to Pittman. Uh, I just need to find a hundred dollars somewhere, which I'll just go down defense. I don't really care that much. <laughs> All right, let's go to tight end, Davey. I think me and you are on the same you level. You know who I got. Line. You already know who I got, I, baby. Go, go ahead and say his name. Pat Fryermuth. That's right. That's who I got at tight end, 5,100. I don't even know if that's how you say it. but I, like I have no idea. Like that. Yeah, um, I'm going with Pat because 5,100 is too, too low for a team that has lost Claypool, Juju, and all they have left is Deontay Fryermuth and Harris. One concern, small concern, Eric Ebron's back at practice. I know it's Eric Ebron. We don't we don't put too much weight on that dude's name, but uh yeah, it's a, it's a little it's a little nerve it makes me a little nervous about it, but we'll see. It's just the touchdown upside. Um Ben looks for him in the red zone. We saw that. Yeah, they really don't have a red zone I mean, receiver other than him. Like uh, Deontay's not a red zone threat. I know, but I put a, so, I throw him on the starts, and it's going to be a three touchdown. Eric Ebron's going to come out looking like CJ Uzuma, like just three touchdowns, 140 yards, and we're going to be like, well, that was fun. <laughs> I'm curious to see Finns. I have Dallas Goddard. I like Firemuth, but like he is so touchdown dependent, and he made some like grown man catches in the end zone. It wasn't like they were easy touchdown grabs. Like they were. Big Ben just threw the ball up, and Fryermuth like was a grown mm-hmm. man. Body. Listen, don't get me wrong; some guys just continually make those plays, and you know they're like Gronk made a career off of making those kind of plays. Um, I know Fryermuth, like everyone said, is kind of like baby Gronk. You know, I know that's thrown around a lot, but Fryermuth probably does look like the closest thing to Gronk. Um, so I don't love the touchdown dependence, and I also don't love that like it wasn't like they were designed plays where Fryermuth was getting pretty open; like they were literally like. Big Ben throw the ball up and Fryermuth is just like, I have a bigger dick than you. Um, <laughs> so that scares me a little bit. But yeah, if I needed to find money, um, I, I don't hate that. I just, I mean, I think Goddard is like kind of, uh, you know, he's getting all those looks. And at 5,900, that's a pretty good price for a guy who is getting the amount of uh, amount of looks he's getting. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely can't hate that. I love Goddard as well. Yeah, I love that um, dude. God, but Fryermuth, he's been. 12.8, 14.4, 21.3. Like it's going up, bro. He it's like this. It, uh, I don't want to jinx him, man. I, I'm getting too excited about talking about this. Well, guy. <laughs> look at week six against Seattle. He had seven catches, 58 yards. Like, give me seven catches, baby. Come on. Like, that was his big week, though. Other than that, you know, Finn's right. Four catches, five catches, but he has a touchdown to make the you know fantasy. He's he's Adam Thielen, man. You know? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't be throwing that kind of shade. All right, so we all said our flexes. I have Zeke. Dave, you had Dalvin Cook, and yep. Ben changed his a little bit. I think Damian Harris. Or Michael. Yeah, yeah he had uh, Michael yeah. Carter. Yeah, Michael Carter, and then, yeah. Um, Damian Harris, if he gets cleared. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it seems like no matter how much I try and tinker, it's always a running back on um, flex in FanDuel. Like, Javante Williams is in the pool there. Um, so, yeah, it's it just seems it's a uh, it's a running back. Like, I, I've become way more open to playing wide receivers in the flex on FanDuel. 
But this week, it just seems that I'm always going, I'm always finding myself gravitating towards a running back. And at defense, I'm sitting here with the Jaguars at 3,500, not because they just smashed Josh Allen, just because Carson Wentz can make mistakes. Um, you know, Josh Allen can get in there, get a couple sacks, make Carson Wentz run, do something stupid, and here you go. You got a pick six. I always just look for those turnover prone quarterbacks, whether it be Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, you know, you know, who, we all know who they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe Burrow, and then you know, Wentz is one of them. Yeah, I was looking at Zach Moss. I'm like, Zach Moss against the Jets. Like, Fuck oh, Zach but Moss. he's got that concussion. Devin Singletary is the same price as Zach Moss. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's weird seeing Zach Moss. It, so, like, I'm just going down looking at people that are really low right here. Dawson Knox might be his first game back. He's 5,800. That's not. Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep looking at some of these guys. I'm getting, I'm getting enticed by some of these guys down here. Um, so my defense, I have the Detroit Lions, uh, 3100 against Pittsburgh. They can get sacks. Um, you know, Big Ben's shown he just sits in the pocket and takes it. The O line hasn't been as great this year, and you know he's good. I mean, I know he came out this week and said he hurt his elbow in September. So. Um, there were a couple times where I, I saw his velocity. I'm like, okay, Big Ben snapping it back. And there's a couple times I was like, that looks absolutely atrocious. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, I just try and go the cheapest defense that I think has any kind of like sack or turnover potential. For me, that was the Lions. There was a play on Monday night where Big Ben leaned back and threw it as hard as he could. Dude, it went like 24 yards. I'm like, jeez, <laughs> man. Alarm, man. <laughs> That was bad, but you're right. There's some spots where it's like it does look good, but most oh my gosh, he's so I, bad. I went it's with so the Chargers, crazy, man. Yeah, yeah it, with it. Go ahead, sorry, you're good. You're good. Yeah, it's crazy if you think about that draft class. Like Rivers is long gone, Eli's long gone. Like they're all they're both like Eli. I don't think looked physically declined by the end. Like you know, I think Eli was just kind of like a always a goofy guy, and like you know, he started to decline a little bit. And like you know, the goofy like Philip Rivers like was like throwing duck balls uh, towards the end of his <laughs> career. And you know, it's funny. Like I, I, I and listen, I'm a homer, I'm a Giants fan as well. But like, I feel like Eli is the one who had the least amount of like physical decline. Like Big Ben and Philip Rivers, I feel like that wall just hit them so hard. Like with Eli, it was just like we know the end's coming. We have your backup. It's you know, we drafted your backup. Oh. It's just time to go. Eli died of a broken heart after that uh, Geno Smith day where he got benched and. Lost yeah. the starting record consecutive that was starts. So stupid. That, that was, was a that was, that was such a piece of shit move, dude. Can we oh. talk for like five seconds? How great is the Peyton and Eli Monday Night Football thing? Like it's they so should awesome. be. They should. That should be Monday Night Football now. When it's not on, I'm just upset. Like especially yeah, when I, I actually, shitty, that shitty game that was on Monday. I was like, what? Why are we not? This would be perfect for this. I didn't even it's, watch it. Like that, a couple games, I watched only pieces of it, and then the, all of a sudden, Eli and Peyton coming on, and I'm a. I don't change the channel. It's so much fun. I love it. It's awesome. It's, it's very good, but can we talk about the backlash that I heard from another radio show? I forgot what it was. There's a backlash coming of, this is so successful, so we're just going to put random people in. Besides Eli, it's not going to be as good when they start no. doing the bullshit of like, you know how oh, you just said, oh, they're going to do that. They're going to do that. Like, oh, Mike and Mike or whoever, you know, some throw-in That'd idiots. so bad. But they're going to uh, have to no, because this is so paid. successful. Yeah, but like, I've been reading all these networks have been trying to get Peyton forever and he just won't do it because he doesn't want to travel, make all the commitments on that. He's literally in his basement. And that's what they, I was reading. Like, people are saying the reason he's doing it is because he has to walk downstairs and do it. And I don't know, man, like 
I think they, they look like they're having fun doing it. Like it doesn't have to be laboring to do that. And so they are awesome. I just hope ESPN doesn't take it and turn it into yeah something we thing. don't want. Yeah, I they hope like, they do that like with other sports and just bring on guys like them in other sports and keep Peyton and Eli. Um, yeah, I agree with you, man. Like I would love to see those guys do college too, like do an SEC football game since they both play in the SEC. Like that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah, know if they had a uh, pay them more when they had. Nick Saban on right before the uh, right before Ole Miss took on played Alabama and Eli was like, "Hey, coach, like, uh, what's your game? What's your, kind of your game plan for this weekend?" <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" And Peyton was like, "Shut, come on, Eli. You know he, he's not going to tell you that. You can't give Ole Miss any tips." And I was like, "Damn, man, that's it's just so so much fun." It is. It's really Marshawn. Good. Oh my god, Marshawn yeah. was a disaster, dude. Or like PFT commenter from Barstool always gets tweeted, and like Peyton has to know who that guy is. He's like a verified account and pretty well known. I was like, I don't know why this guy's always tweeting to me, but yeah, right. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, someone came on. I can't remember who was on last week. Someone who's like friends with a bunch of the Barstool guys was like, "Oh, dude, that guy's a Barstool. He's the man. Like, I, I know him really well. We're friends." Um, and Peyton was like, "Oh, well, he, he just doesn't stop making fun of me." Like, so <laughs> yeah, look what he said this right. week, and has to pull up another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I digress. No, all right, let's get back. At, what do we do? Defenses? Yeah, you did the yeah. uh, Lions and Davy did. I did Chargers. I don't feel good about it. I just went the cheapest available with the most money I had, thirty three hundred bucks. I was like, whatever, go for it. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, good. You know, it's funny. So we switched over to DraftKings. I know no, you guys didn't do any uh, DraftKings lineups, so I'll just kind of maybe do like a little rundown. Um, yeah. A lot of people in the player pool, I like, kind of translated over this week. Um, you know, obviously there's going to be some big deltas. Like I don't have a stud at every position, but Dak was Dak. Dak makes even more sense on DraftKings than he does on FanDuel. Like uh, Josh Allen at 7,900, Tom Brady at 7,600, Herbert at 73, and you got Dak at 6,900. Like you're getting a thousand dollars off of uh, uh, Josh Allen, and you know 700 off of Tom Brady. Nowhere near as much like on um, on FanDuel. So DraftKings, Dak is, I mean, pretty much an autoplay for me. Um, and that honestly means more on DraftKings because pricing is a little tighter over there. So you're able to squeeze in some studs. Like I have Jonathan Taylor uh, and Deontay and DeAndre Johnson as my running backs on uh, on DraftKings, and love that. Like you know, I love Jonathan Taylor against Jacksonville. Like he could probably score 40 points against those dudes. Um, Fournette at sixty one hundred dollars, pretty enticing as well. I like that. That uh, yeah, I could be really talking to that. Aaron Jones at sixty nine hundred, um, and I got my my uh, Zeke as my flex uh, at seven thousand. I mean, that's one where like you know you might see I might pivot from Zeke down to Leonard Fournette and see if I can do with the extra nine hundred bucks. Um, so uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, and Zeke are my running backs. Uh, wide receiver. This is where I have Tyler Johnson. He's only $3,300. So if God, I mean, again, that's contingent upon Godwin and AB being out. And I feel more comfortable about that. Those guys being out that I do like versus like a Dearness Johnson. Again, it, it caveat is I'm assuming Chubb's playing because of the COVID thing. I just don't think we've seen anyone who's been vaccinated who got caught that early in the week who hasn't come back yet this, this so far. So, um, We'll see, and I know the you know Browns are gonna. I mean, because Hunt is nowhere near ready to come back apparently, so the Browns will be testing that dude like twenty four hours on the button every single day to make sure that uh, he's back there. So, subject to change, obviously on DeAndre or Dearness Johnson, but I got Tyler Johnson there right now. Jerry Judy, I mean, 
their Jerry Judy looked a lot like Waddle last week, and that they were just literally like designing plays to just throw him the ball. So he was just racking up PPR points, even though he wasn't getting a lot of the red zone work. And as a guy who owns a lot of Sutton in season long, and Sutton smashed for that time when Judy was out, that first game back, didn't love them just like Duncan Duncan and Judy the entire time. <laughs> um, and I'm actually going to pay up for DK Metcalf on um, DraftKings. So $6,800. Um, I feel a lot better about DK getting my DK Metcalf exposure um, on DraftKings. Amari Cooper also popped in my model. Uh, Michael Pittman also popped in my model. Cole Beasley at 5,200 popped in my model, especially on PPR. Uh, you know, that guy can just put up a lot of points in a hurry in PPR. Uh, Devontae Adams at 7,900. I mean, that's not a terrible price for Devontae Adams. Um and then Deontay Johnson at 6,800. And then again, lastly, Mike Evans at 6,900. Um, you know, if, if, if I get to the point where I need to pay, I need to play Tyler Johnson, I might figure out a way to just get Mike Evans in and figure, and shuffle some other things around. Um, and then randomly DraftKings is where uh, my model is begging me to play Freddie Swain. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's because he's $3,000. I had to literally block him out because my model kept every time I try to tinker or something, Freddie Swain always made into my uh, my line. Like, Watch this dude just go nuts this yeah. week. But I look at so I'm like, all right, what am I missing here? I got to look at. He's a line. wide receiver on the Seahawks, right? Yeah, but if you look at his snaps, 37 out of 57, um, 43 out of 56, 51 out of 65, uh, hmm. scored 8.7 points uh, against the Saints two weeks ago. A couple of shit games against the Steelers and the Rams, but scored 11 against the 49ers a couple weeks ago. Scored 21 against the. Uh, titans in the second game of the year uh he's playing a ton of snaps so he is their wide receiver three and he's playing a lot of snaps so like i get the appeal but man um he scored he put up a goose egg last week uh against the jaguars so i don't know i mean if we go back to when he played with russ which was when did russ get hurt was it the 49ers game or the rams game Rams, it was on Aaron Donald Tunnel, right? So it must have been the Rams. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yep, yep, yep. So in the weeks before that, 11, 3.1, we don't love that. 21, like not terrible at 3,200, but again, I'm not in cash. Not in cash. Um, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable with that at all. No, but I just thought you'd find it funny that Freddie Swain was somehow I don't even know every single lineup I'd probably try to build. I don't even know his jersey number. I thought I he still played it. on the <laughs> what is so it? What I so just so you guys know what I typically do just to start is I'll go in and I will just um, cancel out guys who I know are never going to make my lineup. So in the model, DraftKings requires you to make two changes. Uh, and that could be picking two players. That could be Xing out two players. That could be whatever. And I have my model build me what it's th- what it thinks are like the top 20 most optimal lineups. And what I want to see in that, is, and I could do more than that. I just do 20 because otherwise it's just a lot more work. I want to see who's popping in every single one of those 20 and like where are they making the changes. Freddie Swain was in all freaking 20 of them, dudes. Like I, mean, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? But that's how I kind of like I'll look at my player pool there because I'm like, all right, obviously, based off the model that I use and trust and you know built myself, these are the guys that they, you know, should be my player pool. Okay, do I disagree? Agree? Okay, let me look at pricing. Let me see what else is out there. And that's how I kind of build my player pool. I mean, it's it's not like super scientific. The the scientific part was me actually building the model. I went through and like painstakingly built this with uh with some help from someone so that obviously is, is the painful part that someone just can't walk on and replicate but um you know it's not like terribly insane what i do to build on my player pool and then obviously there's some changes i make on the ancillary but um yeah i was more telling you that because literally freddie swing made 20 out of 20 lineups i'm like what awesome. the fuck 
That's so uh, many. Lineups. It's so funny. Right? Three thousand dollars. That's why. Yeah, pretty much. You know, you, you talk about the process of making like your roster and you do all this stuff. And I was thinking, I just lay in bed and pick players I like because I know like season long these are like you look at your starts and sits of the week. You go through your mat. You you know, Davey's got his starts. We all got our starts and sits, and they're pretty easy matchups. It's like, damn, I could have been really good at this a long time ago if I just cared enough. But I never liked DFS and I hated it until about a couple of years ago. And I was a loser. I lost a lot of money in cash while playing, just playing whatever. Uh, like you would say, playing tournament lineups and cash games or vice versa, which is, you know, what casual people do. And then this year I took it serious. And I'm actually looking. Um, and I brag about it all the time. I've only had one loser week, just one. You That's know? good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, I've had more like, loser weeks than that. Yeah, and I've been I've been on fire, and and, and do you not need me not... on Wednesday nights anymore? Can I sleep a little bit? <laughs> or, uh... <laughs> no, it's just weird how like if you actually commit to this, like this could be a pretty easy money making opportunity. And I think I don't I just don't understand people who just throw like f- money here, money here, and they don't even do the research. They just want to pick players. I, I just I that used to be me, and I just don't get it anymore. You just want some action, bro. So I have a lot of people that hit me up on the weekends, like, "What's your lineup, bro? Like, what's your lineup? Like, can I see your lineup?" and I'll send it out. I don't, I don't really care. It's not like I'm this like, you know, genius that has this, you know, NASA, you know, or whatever, like, you know, atomic bomb briefcase secrets that I can't give anybody. <laughs> um, I, but like, I think you're, you hit the nail on the head there, man. Like, I think the hardest part about playing DFS is learning how to play DFS. And it, once you kind of do that, and if you have even like a small amount of football knowledge, like you can do well. And don't get me wrong. I've had a great year this year. Like, you know, this has been a phenomenal year, but it's not my best year. Um, you know, it's uh, in terms of like percentages of winning. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm having a, a really good year. It's just like, I, I just keep, you know, talking to you guys as health, right? Cause like, you know, it, I don't mean this in a negative way. Cause I think you guys are smarter, but like, especially at the beginning, it was like, okay, what does the average person think? Okay. I just need to be smarter than that lineup. And I think I can be, I think I can, you know, set myself up to have a higher upside or sorry, a higher floor and a, you know, potentially higher scaling than like what these guys are saying. Your lineups now like are good. Like I'm looking at them, like, that's good. Like that, those are good plays. Those are well thought out. It's not just like looking at someone and saying, Oh, this guy looks cool. Like, uh, you know, oh, this guy's the most expensive <laughs> guy. This guy's super cheap. So let's play. Like it's thought out. And like, uh, you know, that's why I kind of tell people, I'm like, I don't have the time to teach people to play DFS, which is one of the things like when I first started talking to guys about this podcast, I was like, like, let's do some education. Let's like, you know, you, you teach it. Was it teach a, uh, someone to fish? You get them, you, you, you give someone fish, you feed them for a day, you teach them to fish, you feed them for a lifetime. Um, same kind of thing. Like, you know, I hope people don't just uh, sit here and only try and trail our plays. Like, it, it can be profitable. Like, we're all having decent years, but you know, if, if you can take your own secret sauce and, you know, call me an idiot because you completely disagree with me saying Freddie Swain. Um, <laughs> cool like build your own lineup but like you know it's it's yeah it's it, it's been cool for me to kind of see that for you guys it's been really really fun and you know what out of uh out of just for fun i'm gonna put swain in at least one of my lineups this week like freddie swain and i know <laughs> he's number 18 because every time i i have tyler lockett in a league and every time i think it's tyler lockett that gets the deep ball because he has tyler Lockett has a 16 that almost looks like an 18 I'm always just like, yes. And then I see it's eight, 18, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Freddie Swain. <laughs> now you know. We've spent yeah, 20 minutes of the podcast talking about Freddie fucking Swain. Yeah. Did he pop, did he pop the, in your fan? This is the most was, he's ever been talked about. He only popped in DraftKings. 
Okay. So it might not be worth it in FanDuel. Every time Freddie Swain's been talking about it, we just talked about him way more. Yeah. Like this dude like, is he's he about just to retweet. Became a Freddie Swain yeah. stand podcast. He's retweeting the show. Like retweet this and be like, these are my boys. <laughs> dude, we need a Freddie Swain giveaway. We need a Freddie Swain giveaway jersey signed. <laughs> yeah, dude, can you please do that. Josh, you need yeah. to like we, we can post this. We gotta find Freddy. one. Like Freddie, we talked about you and hyped you up for uh yep. for DFS. Yeah. Please send Josh, us a up- football to give away. Hit a blob, Josh. Uh, Fre- Freddie Swain was a gator. <laughs> I'll definitely get. I mean, you know what? I'm gonna reach out to him. Don't worry. I'll be sliding to him DMs, Freddie Swain, if I can find you on Twitter. Freddie Swain, I'm a gator. Okay. Bro, we go. hyped you. We hyped you. Twenty out of twenty lineups, bro. <laughs> oh gosh, it's been fun. Hopefully we some. Hopefully we cash again. Hopefully it's a nine out of ten for me and Davey. I hope you actually oh, yeah, listen to my lineup. What I want to say about about the fantasy so far, about the DFS FanDuel stuff so far this year. I'm usually out of money. Like I, I'll, I'll set aside. I'll be like, okay, this year I'm going to put in 200 bucks. This year I'll put in however much. Usually by week four, week five, sometimes I've made it to week six. I'm just out of money and I just don't. I delete the app from my phone because I'm just like, there goes the 200 bucks for the year. I'll delete the app and I'll log back in next year and do it all over again. And this is the first year I've had money after week six ever. <laughs> and I've probably done it. This is probably the fifth year that I've done this. So. This is so far so good. Are we making money or are we still down? Just have some to play with. Oh, no, no, no. We're uh, we're a little more than doubled up right now. Oh, yeah. so not only are we still playing, we're making money. We are making money. We are. Uh, I, I, I looked Don't at the... Don't bury the lead there, bro. I, as I read that, I'm like, oh, you bought it for 200 bucks. You got like 40 bucks left. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I just looked at the, the six like, weeks. Just, it's a slow bleed. A slower bleed than normal. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at the six weeks I actually put in lineups, and I won four out of the six weeks, like big, big time. Yeah. And, and yeah. one thing I'm learning, and maybe this doesn't work out for you guys, but it works out for me, is that I'll just play instead of playing like one twenty-five dollar double up or whatever it is, I'll just play like you know twenty mm-hmm. two dollar ones or three or whatever yeah. it is because I feel like the casual amateurish players you, play you those low your exposure. You diversify plus, your yes. exposure. And plus, yep. yeah, exactly that. Diversify your and, um, it's so fun seeing like fifteen to fifteen, and here's a win. He's like, hell yeah, I'm beating everyone's ass. I, I, I like do it, like, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's just fun. I, I love learning because I used to just go, all right, one one thing, baby. If you lose, to I the one guy a, who beat you. Yeah, I, I was doing all the head to heads and everything, and yeah, the multipliers head to heads, and then I threw in one. I think three weeks ago, I threw in one tournament lineup, and I got like fifty four bucks, and it was like a five dollar entry. I was like, oh, there we go, that works. It's just a really good week. So it's funny, man. You put your cash lineup in. Like, what I look at my cash lineup as yeah. my best thinking for the week. Like that, because that's where I'm spending the most time. So I look at that as like this is my best lineup. Yes, it's probably not my highest scoring potential lineup, but this is my best lineup. And more often than not, you're gonna hit in a tournament with that. Like it sounds like I said, I cashed in a million maker with a cash lineup last week. It was a shitty cash lineup because it was for 116 points, but like it also cleared every you know i won all my 50 50s and had in uh doubles up last week double ups last week and then cashed in a millie maker so not insane for a cash lineup because again it's your it's your best thoughts of the week mm-hmm. definitely agree all right we got to wrap this baby up so i uh, will see you next week hopefully dirtbag dave shows up we know dirtbag dave will be in our dms or texting us on sunday morning where's your lineup bro yeah dude i wasn't getting i didn't have those uh notifications on i literally logged in like at 2 30 when i was on the plane flying back and it's like finn finn fuck your lineups finn <laughs> i, I, I like, provided sorry, my... didn't get notifications 
I provided my lineup. He said, take your lineup and suck it. And I said, all right. And then he did. He said, take your lineup and suck it. Finn, where's your lineup? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what he said. So suck it, Dave, you jerk. All right. We got to get out of here. See you guys next week. Later. Later, boys. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.